Hey everyone, it's Melanie and welcome to the Mama's Den. I'm here with my homegirls, Felicia and Ashley today. Hey y'all. Hey, shout out to Cody. We miss you. We miss you, Cody. Cody skipped out on the hard questions today because <laughs> today we are getting into your questions and comments, which is fun because we've been doing this for a little while now and um, it's always nice to get feedback mm-hmm. and it's nice to be able to feel like we're directly connecting with the community. So thank you to everybody who sent in some questions and comments um, and we're going to get into it and hopefully um, clear some things up for y'all today okay so i have not read these i have no idea what we're about to get into i'm just gonna we're just gonna go right in okay so the first one i see here is ebony in atlanta she said hello first i truly enjoy listening to your podcast in listening to the podcast about racism and education for y'all listening that's episode nine do you talk to your kids about racism Okay, back to the question. (laughs) In listening to the episode about racism and education, I wanted to address a comment I heard about our children attending schools of color. I live in Atlanta in a predominantly black community and hear so often how our schools don't measure up. It's honestly disheartening because a lot of those voices are from our own people. I think a lot of times we perpetuate the narrative that our schools are less than, especially when we haven't stepped foot in these schools ourselves. What do you think we can do to improve the schools in our own community and quiet the stereotype that our schools are not good enough? My children attend schools in our area and are predominantly black. Start paying the teachers more. Um, So I feel like I should answer that question because I did make a comment about inner city schools. But I do want to clarify something first. I don't believe that um, predominantly black schools are less than at all. Like not at all. What I do know for sure that is just like scientific data Mm -hmm. is that inner city schools receive less funding. Mm -hmm. So no matter if that school is predominantly white, predominantly black, they're just typically predominantly black or, you know, Hispanic of color schools. Mm -hmm. Those schools receive less funding. The teachers are typically underpaid. Mm -hmm. The the classroom is overpopulated. And so it's not that the teachers are less than, they're not getting the same support. Right. So they're not able to, you know, the schools can, they often underperform, not a reflection of the children's true abilities, not a reflection of the teacher's ability to teach I just remember like we were touring a school recently right and I went to the school and they had like um one teacher and I remember there was like 15 kids in the class which isn't a lot at all but even still I remember it was a first grade first grade class and I was just looking at the class like how are these teachers really successfully teaching 15 Mm -hmm. I cannot even focus with my four kids so imagine trying to teach 15 kids to read or 15 whatever they actually had like a teacher assistant who comes in like every once in a while they said I think they said like uh, once a week Mm -hmm. to help but in my mind I'm just like I I went to an inner city school you know and I remember we were excited when we started getting our own school books because we used to have to share Mm. a book we couldn't even take the books home they were like you had to sit together during the class and basically do your homework to share the book which is crazy that is that, that's dang, i remember very, that too yeah you just yes. ripped out yeah like, uh, excuse me i don't have that page right. right and then in the suburbs yeah. these kids have like <laughs> pools and like computers and like i don't think our school got computers until maybe like maybe my senior year we had like a little computer lab but it still wasn't the amount of computers that we had compared to the amount of students so i think it's not about black schools being less than because there's amazing private schools and especially in atlanta or i think in states where they're like more black people well, exactly. Well, this is what I was about to diversity say. Yeah. Of shout, out, shout out to yeah. you, Ebony in Atlanta, because I've spent a lot of time in Atlanta. Atlanta is a bit of a unicorn. It is, yeah. yeah. And the success and the community mm-hmm. and the, uh, of Black people in Atlanta is inspiring. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's and, what a and lot the prices of our of homes. Yes. It's girl, the prices of homes. Shout out. <laughs> and the land you get and for them. And the land. Shout out. Um, yeah. And we've seen what, you know, we, we as 
black people and people of color all over the country aspire to be Absolutely. what Atlanta has developed itself to be for black people. Yeah. So, you know, I think that also too, and I, I think it's wonderful that Ebony has this experience for her children, yeah. you know, because at- Atlanta is designed that way. It, right. they, they've built it to be that. So. It's right. designed that way. I think, I think, I think you said it good. But I also think yeah. what Ashley is saying is like, it's the funding, yeah. you know, like yeah, it, it's not the kids, especially me growing up. I grew up in Northern California and I was at predominantly black schools growing up until I went to high school. And there is a huge difference in education. There's a huge difference in the teachers, you know, and I think that even now when I work with nonprofits and they're all going into like inner city because they we all know and I mean, I know from California experience is that that unfortunately that's just how it's carved out. Yeah. It's like there's no funding. There's no. So I, I think a, a great way to approach it is having voting. the nonprofits come in, mm. the voting, mm-hmm. like all of these things, like there's, there's ways that they're trying to make it better, but I think, yeah, I I think like the number it, one you know? way is for people to start being more active in their communities. I think one mm-hmm. thing, especially no matter your nationality, if your child is going to a school that you know is underperforming, is all these parents showing up, being active, mm-hmm. participating, coming, you know, trying to be a part of teacher, whatever parent, you know, I don't know, depending on what grade your kid is, you know, sometimes they'll have like room moms and stuff. But I think us showing up and holding the school districts accountable and letting them know, like, we're here, we care about our kids' education. I know that that presence from parents typically will help change things. So, and in voting in your local elections, knowing who's going to be distributing funds to schools and superintendents, like that's super important. But shout out to black schools and black people, because we know we are never less than. Mm -hmm. There's there's so many nonprofits. I can, I have, I know a lot of nonprofits in California that help with the funding and the lack of within our community. I think really finding out what nonprofits are in your community too, I think is a great way because yeah. there's so many nonprofits that help schools that mm-hmm. that help underprivileged schools and they're always looking for money. They're always looking for volunteers. I know our own is a good one in Los Angeles. Dreamhouse is a good one in Los Angeles. Come like, on, you better girl, know these nonprofits. Like, no, I'd be, girl, I'd be involved because they help so much. Yeah, because we can look for you know the school district to give funding, but it's been a while that they haven't done something yep. like that. So there's there's people out there. There's there's resources. There's things. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Ebony. Thanks, for Ebony. Your feedback, sis. Um, all right, what do we have here next? Random, not going in order. Karina in Miami, Florida. Ladies, love the podcast. I've been listening since the first episode and I'm hooked. Quick question. With my children out of school, I'm trying... Girl, we was just talking about this. Quick question. With my children out of school, I'm trying to find some me time, but it's been a challenge. Can you all share some of your self-care rituals? Felicia, want to go first? Yeah, I can go first. Um, <laughs> I, I love self-care rituals. <laughs> If you can find a local camp, I know. Okay, so we were talking. Yeah, we were literally just talking, talking about, about this. this so off camera. Um, okay, so growing up in a single parent household, my mom had three of us, and she stayed putting us in camps and activities and stuff that was free. You know, I think that that is the best way to get self care, and you know, to be able to carve yourself time to really just. Invest in yourself still because look, we drive ourselves crazy with these kids mm-hmm. in the summertime mm. sitting around wanting you to entertain. I'm not built for that. I'm not <laughs> built to be a 24 seven mom. Like I just know I know myself. Girl, a camp. That's that's it. <laughs> I'm, yeah. we, we were talking about that because I feel like I'm, I dropped the ball on that this summer and I'm, I'm feeling it already two weeks in. Um, you know, I think that something that's been really important for me that I've had to exercise, literally exercise, is to wake up earlier 
And I know that sounds crazy because when you're tired, the thought of getting up earlier just sounds ridiculous. For me personally, I've recognized that I'm going to be tired anyways. But if I can carve out time for myself before everyone wakes up, Mm. that's how I'm able to give myself like I know that I gave myself some time today, even if I'm tired. Like I will never regret the hour that I woke up earlier to get on my bike or to stretch or to do deep breathing or journaling or will drink hot water in outside with the sunshine, just me by myself before everyone wakes up. That's something that I never thought was possible before um, because I was always just like, no, I have to sleep in. It's like the most important thing. I have to get my rest. And yes, rest is super important. But that also means that I just might go to sleep at 10 p.m. rather than 12 a.m. because I decided to watch two hours of Netflix, <laughs> which used to be my me time. Now I've just shifted my me time to being what actually serves me better. And I find that waking up earlier before everyone, I mean, before my husband, before my children, before the dog, like it might still not be as bright as I want it to be outside. But I realized that by me carving that hour out to myself to to pour into myself whatever it is that I choose to do in that time, it actually helps me function through the stressful moments better throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that would be my advice. You know, pre-having a newborn and pre-kids, I'd have told you, have a Zen Den, meditate, <laughs> write, create, you know, paint, do all these things. Look, straight up, I don't have time for those things throughout the day anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how I've been carving out self-ritual. I'm going to try. I have never in my entire life of living ever woke up early. If I had to be somewhere at nine o'clock, I will get up at eight thirty. Mm-hmm. Take eight, no, not eight. I get up at eight thirty. Take a two minute cold shower because I don't like typically wear makeup or anything. So it's just like then I'm just gonna look how I look and put on my clothes and go out the door and that's it. Like I will if I ha- if I know it takes me ten minutes to get somewhere, I am walking out the door in 10 minutes. And I've always been such a last minute person because I but always, you're always on time. I know, but I always want to sleep. I know it's weird mm. because I don't have a morning ritual. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That's why I don't, I don't have like a big morning to do, but I feel like every person like you shout out to my homegirl, Shahida boss moms. She's like all about waking up. She homeschools her kids too. Mm. She has four kids. She lives in the Bay. She's so dope, but she wakes up early. She has her little tea time. She journals and then she like starts her day with her kids and she's like oh my god she's an amazing mom like she skates with her kids and goes to the skateboard park and just does all these activities and maybe it's because she wakes up early but I, and has that time to herself I think it, I think it does I've been noticing the difference of how I've been able to um, not feel as lethargic or groggy in the morning when I wake up and I gotta go right into mom mode mm, it's yeah. like oh you trying to play catch up especially yeah. if you didn't sleep well you know yeah. and of course there were some days in the mornings where I'm just like today's not the day I can't so get up at 5 how do you get, get up, up early when you're tired though it's so hard so, for me i'm so fucking so tired I mean, now I would say I used to, I have like, I don't know, a sleeping disorder. I couldn't go to sleep until like 3 a.m. Yeah. But now I'm so tired, like midnight. It's, that's crazy to me because I'd never in my life ever went to bed at midnight. But that, I go to bed at probably midnight, like every well, single night. Also too, like I recognize that what was happening for me and especially with Jared, it's like once we got the kids down, it was like, okay, this is our only time yeah. to like just be with each yeah. other. And it ain't be nothing but just sitting on the couch watching, watching something TV. and yeah. have like dead energy, like no mm-hmm. work, no kids, like just decompression time and I realized that like for a season right now I'm sacrificing that yeah. because I'm gonna go to sleep like yeah. now because I want to get up early that's, and that's Chia. my priority he gets up early every you day know, that, that's, that's what I'm trying to make my priority so you, you know really I, I feel that. like I'm gonna try this even week. if you like I'm like even if you like wrote something I think me like with my morning ritual is waking up early 
a little bit earlier than the kids, but they're a part of like that morning wake up. And then I automatically jump into mom's mode. But the thing that I do is I prep a lot the night before yes. so that I don't have to wake up and do a hundred thousand things. Yeah, exactly. like, you know, and then I'll go to bed a little bit later. But then once I drop them off, it's like I go and get my coffee. Yes. I go on a walk. I go on a run. But that's like a part of your morning routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, OK, so if you Google your local like parks and recreation, yeah. you can find so many free resources. I don't want to say like find something for free, but literally it's parks and recreation in whatever your community, your right. city is. You go on there. They have so many activities, so many sports for the kids yep. to go in for free. And if it's not for free, it's like twenty five dollars or yeah, something or very usually have like um even even if it's twenty five dollars they usually have like those programs, like programs yeah, yeah where it either can be covered or the YMCA give you a still exists yeah. y'all yeah. this is year round you that's can all do it. me and my siblings yeah. did too Wait, winter like Free winter sports. time you know they go on winter break they go on spring break like you can find something but you just have to look in advance because like you said everything well, is yes. filled let, let me let me be <laughs> let me let y'all know do not wait till the summertime to register <laughs> mm-hmm. you want to do that shit in the spring because if not you might find yourself like me trying to find an open spot on a registration list that's 50 plus weightless people. And I'm like, who can take my child? I really believe that. um, So me being a co-parenting mama, I feel like me having self-care time makes me a better mom. Like if I don't have that time to just be fee and turn my mom brain off, I feel like I'm not the best mom. And then when I get my kids back after, you know, two days of them being with their dad, I'm like, oh, what are we doing? We going to a skate park. We're doing activities. I'm like that. But even if I feel like even if, you are together is like telling your partner like whether any I feel like it can be mom or dad I'm gonna take this day okay you figure this yeah. things out and then it'll be times when it's with you and then you figure it out on your end but carving out time like in your day-to-day routine you know mm-hmm. as small as it life, is yeah. as small it is yeah Wednesday's my day okay <laughs> Wednesday's my day to do what I want to do no that is important and talk to your partner whoever your how whatever your family situation is you let them know like this is the day that I need to do this mm-hmm. or this is the time that I need to do and this. then give them Can a you day support Absolutely. me in that and Thursday's your day yeah. here we go yeah. and then we come together back together on Friday and everybody's happy <laughs> yeah changing the narrative of relationships I'm Hell glad you yeah. said that I was just talking to my homegirl about that too like finding your independence within a relationship is hard Mm-hmm. especially if you have Oof. kids because you feel guilty mm-hmm. about doing anything and you're just like we're just gonna have to be in the trenches together but sometimes you just gotta be like you know bye yeah mm-hmm. one person suffers and the own. next person suffers and then we just like enjoy each other on the suffering. third day are we suffer right. together yeah, I'm like you suffering together I'm like nah 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 <laughs> alright what's okay, next what's next Brianna in North LA County it's very specific what is that what is that That's North like, LA County North LA County I don't know <laughs> that's Valley Santa That's Clarita. In, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I want y'all to know where you live. We'll have to Google that one. Okay. <laughs> I love how it started. You know, I don't even have a question. <laughs> All right, LA, North <laughs> County. What's going on here? Here we go. I'm just kidding. I just want to say how much I absolutely love the podcast. I look forward to every Monday knowing that a new episode is about to drop. I Aww. love each of you individually and follow you on social media. Aww. But when I listen to you guys on the podcast, I feel like we're honestly friends. I'm hey, married girl. and a working mother of a two-year-old little girl, and I'm currently nine months pregnant oh. and another little girl on the way. Aww. You guys validate my experience as a mom, make me laugh, make me think, and absolutely make my day. This is as great. creepy as it sounds. I truly feel like I am friends with you guys in my head and wish that was the actual case. You are, girl, Brianna, oh, girl, come on through. We're going to have an event. You should right. come, friend, in North LA County. Right. <laughs> you know how far that is. Or where it's at, but come on. <laughs> Keep doing this podcast and being you. That's beautiful. Thank, Thank you, you, Brianna. Oh, that's that's sha, why we do sha, it. Sha. That's why that we do it because good. we know we're, you know, it's not just the four of us sitting here feeling like this. So, you know, 
thank mm. you for thank you for being a part of the community. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, and one last one here. We got Jamelia in Dallas, Texas. So I was just listening to the episode about dating, and I've got a question for Felicia. Damn. Are you still searching for your one? Do you have any tips for navigating dating as a single mama? I've got two boys who are four and eight. And let me tell you, they are game killers. (laughs) It's hard in these dating streets and I need some hope right now. Yeah, I hear you. I feel like it's hard, but I think I've pivoted from, am I searching? No, I'm not searching. I'm just being, and I'm attracting what I'm supposed to have. Because I feel like when you're searching, it's, it's just so much unnecessary pressure. You know, you start looking for things and I just want things to flow naturally my options are open, of course, but I think uh, it, also I had to change my mind on this idea of because I have two kids that, you know, my, what did she say? What's the exact term that she Game said? Game killers. Game killers. <laughs> yeah. Because at first I thought like, oh, I have two kids. Like maybe people don't want to date people. I'm like, no, no, no. I had to really look at my mom. I'm like, my mom got remarried twice with three kids Come on, on her mom. own. Come on, right. Mom. And I'm like, I mean, she's single now, but I'm like, but these men like took us on, you know, as their own. So I'm like, no, it's possible. And I think that the right person is going to accept all of it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, and my children are absolute blessings. Anybody would be blessed to be in the presence of peace and zen. Okay. So yes. I'm like, if it's a game killer, baby, you're not supposed to be here. Hello. Like, cause that comes first, you know? So it's like, if they weed themselves out, girl, let them weed themselves out. Yeah. Girl. You don't want nobody that, um, my mom had a friend who had killer. five kids, girl, five kids. And she found a man who loved her and her five girl. kids. And they are, they still married to this day. Mm. And I always blew my mind. Cause growing up, I always thought that was their dad. And my mom was like, that is not their girl, birth father. A, yeah. Beautiful. No, absolutely not. So the right, like you said, the right man is yeah. going to want you no matter what. Yeah. I know somebody who, Got with a woman who was pregnant. Oh, she was pregnant, and he fell in love with her and raised the, raised that Shut baby up, like it was his own. Yes, girl. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So anything is possible. Yeah. If, you know, when you find the right person. Yeah. But, but I, I do I, think taking off the the searching part because mm. I I really feel like when I was searching, I was like. I was so discouraged all the time. And I'm like, just chill, baby girl. And then when I started to chill, I'm like, whoa, dates popping up from left to right. Keep up. What's your name again? Who am I on a date? I'm just kidding. Come on, dates, left Stereo to right. Serial dating. I love that for you, though. I love it for me, too, because too. I'm really figuring out what do I like? What mm-hmm. do I not like? I'm learning more about myself. I'm becoming more confident as I'm dating. I'm just learning how to, like date properly I was never dated properly. isn't that crazy yeah that is crazy because I was dated. the same way never and I'm dated. like why was I never dating before I'm mm-hmm. like even in my relationship with their father I'm like uh partner we never dated we just jumped right in and yeah, had kids I'm thankful I want that like, now isn't that crazy I've been wanting to go I, that, I feel mm-hmm. like that's what I'm missing in my relationship with Chia sometimes like we literally went from just kicking it and even we weren't even really dating we were just doing it yes, you know what I mean girl. like we didn't go on a lot of dates he would come to New York then go back to you know what that smack means. You know what that smack means. You know what that smack means. Come to New York. Go back to Columbus. I will go to Columbus. Go back to New York. Stupid. And then I just ended up pregnant. And then we just went into parent mode. And I feel mm-hmm. like, damn, like I'll be looking at people going on dates with their boyfriends and stuff. And I'm like, it's so hard now to like the more kids we have. But I'm just like, Chia, like I want to I don't even think he knows how to date me. Okay, so I'm going to say this. I don't think he knows how to date me. I saw this the other day and it was actually Natalie from um, Fashion Mamas Mm -hmm. who who posted this and she, and I sent it to Jared because she was talking about how, you know, there's, there's a window in your marriage and in your relationship when 
it is literally you're in the trenches of having children mm -hmm. and it's not fun and it's not sexy and it's really hard. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you long for this connection with your husband. Like, like I said, like I'm longing for the times when we used to just watch Netflix because Cameron would be asleep and we could chill and, and enjoy that and not wake up tired because our son sleeps until 8 a.m. or 9, 9 a.m. And so, yeah, Cam's sitting in the corner <laughs> today. And, um, and, you know, Natalie had posted this thing about her and her husband and they had, they had their thing that you used to say was, see you soon. Mm. See you soon. Because it's a season and there will be a time when the kids will go off to school and they'll have their own things and then they'll be able to look at each other and find each other and connect and reconnect and date again. <laughs> so I keep trying to hold on to that. I keep trying to hold on to this, this idea that I'm just like, it's temporary. Yes. And I'll see you soon, Jared. I'll see you soon. And, you know, it, it takes a practice of getting back. It, what are y'all laughing at? Oh, you don't hear this? <laughs> I don't know I'm if so, anybody heard this. I'm so damn thirsty today, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! And I we was just drinking like actually in this we water need to bottle. Hydro flask. <laughs> I have a water bottle and I accidentally left it at. Oh, excuse me, left it at home. I'm the thirsty man. I have no water today. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Go ahead. You were saying no, something very important. I was just saying back to like you know the the concept of dating and like what that is. It's it really requires intention and like a practice yeah. to get back into it. And I just know right now, like every time I look at our, ourselves and I just think about like how our lives are literally like, okay, which kid do you have today? Yeah. I'll take this one. I'll take this one. And I just keep thinking, all right, it's a short while, which is, feels like a really long while, but we're going to have to get back to it because yeah. I miss it. Like prior to having kids, Jared and I dated. We dated all over the world. Mm -hmm. We would meet each other in different countries and oh, cities. I mean, yes. we, our, our, mm -hmm. our slogan for our relationship, like low key between the two of us is from one island to another. Oh, because I love we that. fell in love on an island, then we went back to New York and oh. continued the romance. And New York is technically an island. Yes. And then we traveled all over the world and been to so many islands together. And so we always say like from one island to another. Oh. And so like that thing that I just keep thinking, I'm just like, all right, like that's just the goal to get back to it. It's just the goal to get back to it. And, and, it, and it's hard. So I can understand it because the more kids you have, that, that timeline gets further and further away Man. from Girl. you. You're just like, oh my God. All right, I guess I'll see you in three years. Uh -uh. You know? And so <laughs> it, it's hard. It, it, is, it is really, really hard. And I want to shout out this little thing that I found the other day that was like... Um, I don't know if you saw it. I posted on my stories. It was a picture of these two characters and they're just like, so till death do us part. Oh, yeah. And it was, it was like, so but then what cute. happens after we die? And then you see the ghosts in like in the afterlife and they're just like, want to get coffee? Oh, and it was yeah, like, it was yeah, that's so right. Because we're going to be dating in every life. Yes, every so life. I think it is important. Like those dates are important, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're looking for love, whatever it is. Like I do think dating is important. I will also personally say that even in my single days, Dating was not my thing personally with people that I really didn't care for because mm. I get annoyed by people's energy very mm. quick. I okay, feel like Ashley, you might be the same. I was going to say yeah. the same way too. <laughs> I, I get annoyed really fast. Like somebody could do one thing. Like breathe I, wrong. One, like if you Girl. don't order something right on the menu, I'm, this. we're not, I can't. Yeah. Sir. Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard that. Mommy. What do you no, not right now, sweetheart. Show me in five minutes, okay? Come on. No. Oh my look at his it, no, but you could rewind it and show me in five minutes. Come on. I, I can't baby mommy. He looks just like his daddy doing that yes. face. Oh my hey. god. I'll be, right, I'll be right there, okay? Come on, little Jared. Okay. So I love you. Come on. He's so funny. Um, speaking of which, this is my life. No <laughs> dates. Bring your child to work day. Girl. Um I got to figure yeah. that out with me and Chia. I think that we don't even know how to date each other. Well, okay. I want to pause for this for you specifically because Jared and I know what it is to date with kids because we had help. We hired a nanny and we mm -hmm. had help. You guys have never had help. No. 
So, and then mm-hmm. you even said it, like when you go back to Ohio and your mom's with the we kids, go y'all just d- sleep. Yeah, or we, and, like, well, we do like, go on dates. So we do like, for us, those are dates. Like, so when we go to Ohio, we, I sleep a lot, but we go like, we'll go grab food in the middle of the day. We do a lot of day dating in, in Ohio. And it's my favorite thing. And it's just little stuff. People are like, you want to go to Home Depot with me? I'm like, okay, yes. yes. Yeah. Or we'll like just go like get, yeah, just, we just kick it. Like we feel like teenagers and it's so fun. Okay, well, we did used to date a little bit more after we had Amira because my mom lived around the corner. So we would do a lot of like going to the club and like that type of stuff when you're like 24. You know what I mean? But I feel like I want to do more like go on some trips and stuff. We've Mm -hmm. we've never gone out of the country together before. Never. I can't even think we've been we've been maybe to a couple. We went to Vegas together by ourselves. We went to Portland together. No, y'all need to. Take I think it. that's it. Yeah, I need everywhere you to get some else we've, your we've together. literally been to every state in the United States of America. We did a lot of like road trips, but with our children. Mm-mm. So we've drove from like California to Columbus at least four times, and we would stop in like every state and stay the night and go sightseeing and stuff. And that's been fun. But Chi and I have never ever been out of the country together before by ourselves. No, y'all need what to go do an annual trip, right? I was like, we y'all should. need to. Do, you should, and you should make. Can it I a help thing. you do with your calendar? Yes, I'm like, I need to help Come you with on, like friend. Your, yeah, help me with my love life. With the calendar. Yes, yeah. no, seriously, yes. because we always go to Ohio. Well, you should we go to Ohio. We always go to Ohio. Drop the <laughs> kids Mexico. off. And they, yeah. right, and they get on Mexico. a plane and then get on somewhere else. Five hour and layover to yeah. drop the kids off. Listen, no, I, my mom will fly here. She's always down yeah. to come here. If I fly my mom here, but he just... He, we just don't plan properly, and before we know, it's like the whole year is no, over. You and need, every, yeah. you need to make sure that there is. I'm gonna make him do it now yeah, because he important. has two months that he can use for paternity leave that he still hasn't used. No. He can use them before the year uh-uh. is up. Get it together, okay? We exercise in paternity okay. leave. Felicia Carchia, yeah, DM yeah him I'm and like, tell him to take me on a trip. But then I'm thinking too with the dating. I'm like, what if you guys did something to where you dated like. I don't know, like once a week. I mean, not once a week, sorry. Once a month, you do like an activity. Like I'm very into, if a guy asks me on a date now, I'm like, I want to do something. Like I want to paint. Like I really want to take a pottery class. I'm like, we're going to do something. And I need you to know that I want to, if we're in a relationship, we need to keep this going. Even if it is once a month. We just always have our kids. We mm. always have our kids with us. So like, yeah, well, like, and that's mm-hmm. one of the things that I've loved about us. It's like, we would, t- we'll, we'll do whatever with them. We'll go on a boat. We'll go like hiking with them. We do everything with them. And Can so we we'll, leave them home. That's the thing. Yeah, we need to leave them home. Well, Just once I, need, but I'm, I have to be fair. Jerome and Anna are always like, we'll watch the kids. We'll watch the kids. And I always would be like, no, no, no. So I, why am, do you say no? I don't know. I, I think, don't like okay, to burden. To, I don't like to burden people. I, I like struggling. They love your kids. They love them, and I honestly trust them more than anyone with my kids. Shout out to Jero, mm. but like something ever happens to me or Chia or my mom, like he gets custody of our kids. So like I really trust him. Yeah, he's like my mm. person. But him and Anna are amazing. I just think that before I had my fourth child, I just have you know I therapy. I need to go to therapy because I have a lot of issues from my sister dying, a lot mm-hmm. of like um, anxiety. Like even last night, Chia went to go get my um, John and Vinny's because they messed my order up. But shout out mm-hmm. to John and Vinny's on Slauson because DoorDash would not deliver my food. And the manager called me and was like, listen, we're closed, but I remade your food. If you can come and pick it up, it's sitting here under the heater for you. I know. And I was like, what? It was so sweet. 
amazing customer service. But anyways, Chia went to go get the food. I had anxiety until he got home. Yeah. I started thinking everything like, what if he died and I was left here with all of these kids and then I had to raise them on my own? I was like, my mind just went super negative. Girl, don't worry, my mind has been there too. Yeah, that but happens. like that's a struggle of mine, I think, with leaving my kids with people because I'm always scared something's going to happen. So I need to work through that. But now that I have four kids, it's lesson because now they have Sophia coming to help during the day. So I think um, Anna just asked me yesterday. She was like, when I, she, in Paris, she went to Paris Fashion Week or whatever. She was like, when I come back, I'm taking the kids for two days and they're going to spend night at my house and you and yes. she are going to get a yeah, break. Yeah, I really, I, I'm really, yeah, I'm dope. looking, I, I really would love to see you be able to release that. I know. Like, I, that's very, I need, very I think important. I need um, shock therapy or something. Yeah. I'm like, I think that that would be, um, she looks so cute. She's so pregnant. I love it. Our pregnant friend just walked by. Yeah. I'm like, we love, yeah, I really yeah, I would love that for you. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna, gonna pray for you. It. I know that sounds like no, very, like, I love people praying like, for me. I yeah. believe in it. Please do and because I feel like that will. I mean, now that makes sense on why you haven't left the country, sis. Yeah, with your man. I know, but yeah. but yeah, also, but to keep in mind, she and I aren't. We're not that old, and we used to live off of one income, and it just wasn't popping like that before. You know, like we, I wasn't working. I was staying home with Amira, and we always laugh, but like. We had a house and everything living in Ohio, but I remember he we were we were making it work off of his income, you know, and mm -hmm. it wasn't like a whole whole lot. So I think now we are also sometimes stuck in that mentality of mm -hmm. like we have Conserv the finances now. Yeah, yeah, we're very well. Chia is very conservative. There's another word that I would like to use, but we're gonna say frugal. He's, he, sure, that's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> With Niggas his money. Love saying frugal. Yeah. You know I'm a little frugal. Uh -huh. Now you're cheap, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Just say it what it is. Like, I, when I hear that word, I'm like, well, listen, his whole, let his, me tell you his last name, all it needs is a P. Cheap. Oh. <laughs> That's what I tell you. Cheap. 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 Don't worry, y'all. I'm not a part of the dragging, okay? Cheap. Don't worry, y'all. My husband makes up for for uh, for all of it because he be oh, like the spin the coin. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jared would be like, how much is that incense holder? Uh -uh. $500? Yes. <laughs> No, so, we don't need a $500 incense holder, girl. <laughs> Sir. That's me. Me and Jared are the same yeah, thing. Chia, nice Chia be like, how much is that? $2? Way too much money. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's okay. Chia and I are going to be the ones that keep us afloat. Uh, yep, we are going to be like, uh-huh. Remember when we almost were homeless? That ain't going to happen. Nope. Yeah, because we because we didn't want to spend that $2 that time. Listen, I'm always paying for luxury. Upgrade my flight. Upgrade my hotel. Like, what are we doing? I don't want to do nothing. I always want the, the luxury life. And he's like, if you don't sit down somewhere, we have food but at I home. Get, he's a I mom. Get, we have food. I get that too. I'm glad that you're like this. I get that too, though. I'm. I. I mean, I know we're so off topic at this point, but I. I think about it. I'm just like my mom and dad. Like my mom and dad, immigrants, immigrant mentality. Like worked so hard to have everything they have. Like my parents, when they first immigrated to Canada, were janitors. Like oh, wow. they cleaned banks. Mm. And there's a funny story because my mom and dad found a bag of money when they were cleaning a bank. Did they keep it? They did not. They tripped. They it. turned it in. They turned it in. The way karma set up. They took. No, they turned it in. Turned it in. Actually, and also <laughs> you're you're an immigrant in the country. You ain't trying to get a go oh, to jail. Yeah. I'm not uh -uh. wait. <laughs> you know, but well, where we, did they find that bag of money? It though? was in the, bank, the bank that they were cleaning, like in a bathroom. Like I don't know where it was in somewhere, but it, you know they could have been set trying to How set you them know up. That wasn't their trying blessing. To set them up. Trying to set them up. You know, I got time for that. But anyways, you know, like I've seen my parents literally build themselves, rebuild themselves, like going from having whatever status of who they were back home in Guyana to come into Canada and being immigrants and starting literally like at the bottom with nothing, like living with 
my mom's brother in a in an apartment, like trying to figure it out, having to immigrate the kids later. Like my brother didn't even come with them. It was a whole story. Anyways, those stories. I've watched my listen. My parents. I've watched my parents build themselves up to the point that they still operate from like this like fresh immigrant Mm -hmm. mentality where. They've worked so hard. My dad has gone on to become a certified financial planner. Like Come he on, helps dad. people manage money. Mm-hmm. My mom and dad are both retired, thank God. But they still are like, oh, what? We can't, no, we mm-hmm. can't spend the money. Why? <laughs> Why can't yeah. you spend the money? What do yeah. you want to do? I don't want you to die with this money. Yeah. And don't worry about mm-hmm. us. Yeah. We're going to be all right. We're figuring it out. Yeah. Like, I love my parents for that. But also at the same time, I'm like, enjoy, upgrade your life. You've worked so hard. Like, go get the nice dinner. Spend the money on the first class ticket, please. Like, how can I indulge your seat? Yes. Like, don't be struggling anymore. He's a first generation American. So that's why, too, his dad moved here when his dad was like 25 from um, from Cambodia because of the Vietnam War. So, like, that's. That's why, you know, he was raised by yeah. an immigrant and he that has mentality. that mentality too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's like safe, yeah. safe, 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 yes. safe. Which is cool. Like you said, we have four kids, but equally I'm always like, Chia, there has to be a space of like saving yeah. and enjoying. Like yes. I grew up without, so I am fully aware. Like I don't ever want to go back to that. But also I watch my sister die at 24. So mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I'm, I'm going to enjoy girl some of the things in life that I work for. Like I've spent my whole life working hard and never enjoy my things. And it's funny. Who was it? Was it? Girl. Oh, Shaquille O'Neal. I think he was, it was Shaquille O'Neal or some f- famous basketball player that was like, said, I'm not giving my kids nothing. My kids are rich. Yeah. I'm rich. I'm rich. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was like, I I work. That. But I'm, I'm with like, that. Feel, absolutely. Yeah. Like you can have the luxury of life, whatever I provide in my home, but I want my kids to work hard. Like it's, absolutely. it's technically, I'm going to give you the tools so you can make your own money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah. give you the tools to make your own money. Like, I think, I think also too, you know, all three of us share on our social platforms, like we share such a private part of our lives and it's like parenting and then it's inspiring other people to parent and, you know, to think the way that we're thinking or just kind of like open up their minds to new ideas. So whenever I am treating myself to something, I'm like, no, I help a lot of people. Cause before I would think in this like scarcity mentality, because my mom is a single mom, even, you know, we all three of us are grown now and she'll do things. And I'm like, mom, but you're not a single mama no more. Why you keep operating mm-hmm. from this space? And I've had to really even, I mean, I've had to practice it myself and show her like, Hey girl, it's okay to get a first class ticket every now and then, or, mm-hmm. you know, and she was saying that one of her ex told her the same thing. Like, why you keep operating like a single mama? Like we don't mm. have to keep, why are you still going to the food mm. bank, mom? Like, what are you doing? Like, because so habits are hard like, to break. Yeah. And I'll be yeah. like, mom, we don't know. It's okay for you to go buy the steak. Like it's only $25 when you really break it down. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, and my, my mom works even to this day, same thing works so hard. I'm like, mom, but that immigrant, that immigrant mentality, um, or that's a real thing. That yeah, yeah. I'm like, it, I feel like it's, it, they're very similar, but I see so many of my friends that are like first gen and the way that their parents, put pressure on them of like you got to follow this and you have to take care of me and this whole thing I'm like but and I have to tell my friends sometimes I'm like look I feel it and I'm not going against like what you were being taught in your household I'm like but at what point in time do you get to like enjoy the fact that they came here and you know like you are living the American dream like where does this where does this I'm like like, that's a whole nother episode messes up generational wealth too because if you're always taking care of the people before you you never have anything for you and then there's nothing to leave and everyone's starting over 
over from square one, like every single generation. And that is a problem Girl. within itself too, though. Yeah. It's like life, like you said, you, you lost your sister so young. Life is so fragile. Mm -hmm. And it's like, at the end of the day, we are all like, we're going to work hard and, you know, but I'm going to enjoy myself Absolutely. because we are literally going to not be here one day, yep. you know? Yeah. And all of these things, I'm like, but that's why I'm so big on experiences. It's like, mm -hmm. I want to take a pottery class. Yep. I want to go on this date because that's an experience yes. that I'm going to hopefully remember forever. Yeah. Unless I get dementia later, but girl, you uh -uh. know, you well, know, a lot. we were, you know, that. Mm -hmm. like, but mm -hmm. you know, it's like, it's, it's so important to like, enjoy your life. Yes. Be smart. Girl, don't be spending all the money in one spot. No, but, but yeah, but enjoy it. Enjoy I think, yourself. Yeah. That's hard too, though. It is because I think it's just scary. And, but I was watching all, I now watch all these YouTube videos about like money management and how to spend mm -hmm. your money wisely. And they're talking about like, use your credit cards right now. Yep. Don't use your cash yep, and like yep. all this stuff. So shout out to social media for just having tools and financial literacy yeah. that a lot of us didn't get growing up. But that's how I am too. I'm like, I want to help take care of my mom and other people. But equally, it's like, I have to have boundaries and have to be like, listen, I am working really hard mm -hmm. and I want to enjoy the fruits of my labor. Yeah, because it's just kind of like, what, oh, what else is life for? Like, Girl. we're supposed to be frolicking in beautiful forests and eating fresh fruit and swimming in rivers anyways. Like, the rest yeah. of this shit is very ghetto. <laughs> and this capitalistic ass world mm -hmm. we live in is exhausting mm -hmm. as fuck. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to enjoy you know your life yeah absolutely i'm gonna upgrade my seat every time Up upgrade <laughs> your seat upgrade your life in all metaphorical ways yes. and analogies mm -hmm. amen to that amen to that mm -hmm. and shout out to all our listeners keep yes. on sending us notes and letters and thoughts we love it we love this the feedback great. yeah this we love community mm -hmm. we love it we love it here <laughs> in the words of felicia <laughs> i love it here so in the future, if you have any questions or comments for all of you listening out there, when you go into the show notes where you stream this podcast, there will be a link. You can fill out a form and you can submit your comments or questions or alternatively, you can submit a comment or a question on at Black Love on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you and uh, we're looking forward to communicating in more ways. All right, y'all be well. We'll see you next week. Yep. Bye. Bye. Bye.